Hello everyone, my name is Vernisa. Hey y'all, this is Jen. And this is our podcast. Speak Up. What's up, Jen? Hey girl. How are you? I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm good. Glad we made it to episode 54. Oh my gosh, we're almost at 60. I'm so excited. Yes, thank y'all for, you know, staying with us. Seriously. For those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends. We created this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life challenges through self-love and respect. Self-love and respect, two core values we're always going to hold near and dear. Yes, so keep tuning in for more. So Jen, what is our uh, title today? It is what you think. It is what you think. So it's not what you think. It is what you think. It is what you think. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And that's the title of our episode, (laughs) y'all. It is what you think. And literally, that's what we talk about. It is what you think. You know, we're talking about um, rewiring your mindset. Mm. You know, um, literally our thoughts, we can bring that into reality. And sometimes like... You know, growing up, we're we're trained to be a certain way, think a certain way, have certain perspectives. So it's really about rewiring those negative, those negative uh, knots that are within us. Ooh, that's very true. I mean, I think as you get older, you don't realize like how much of what you say to yourself or you've grown up with is really stuck in your head. So I like that we're talking about this today because I feel like a lot of us, you know, come with that negative self-talk and maybe we need to, you know, rewire that mindset. That's so true. I'm like, I'm very guilty of it. Like, I feel like it really just started hitting me the past couple of years, like mm-hmm. how um, serious it is. Like, you know, because think about it, when you're raised a certain way, you act, you know, you're just like, oh, this is me, la la la. And, you know, you have your perspectives and, you know, you have them for a reason. But then when you realize that it does take a toll on your life, it's affecting your day to day. It's affecting your interactions with people, your interaction mm-hmm. with your goals, the way you see money, the way you see life. You're like, oh, shoot, I need to change a couple of things. And I feel like that's something that has been happening to me. And I feel like since I've been tweaking and you know tweaking it and making those changes i see a different with the difference within my life mindset affects every single area of your life um and if you've grown up like being told you know oh money's evil or uh you know you still gotta love your family members even if they're toxic or whatever like just certain parts that we've always felt like that's a normal part of our life but then when you realize how that has affected certain decisions you made either in regards to money or relationships in general or whatever like you really start to realize dang maybe i need to rethink some things that were taught to me when i was younger yeah that's really deep because like you said we start to just like normalize it like mm-hmm. in a day it's like well that's how it is that's you know and it's like i had to learn that with like family you know like um you know i used to think oh that's how family's supposed to act that's my family they can act like this and it's like Mm -hmm. i had to learn like no you can have self-respect and boundaries within your family ties too within your friendships within any relationships like just because that's how you were brought up being talked to doesn't mean that's the way you have to like put up you know put up with you know and like sometimes we don't even know there is an issue you know Mm -hmm. because like i said it becomes so normal but i think it all comes with our own journey and our own growth where it's that little ding that happens in your head and you're like okay i need to make some changes i agree i think sometimes you don't even realize how bad it is right until like you find yourself in that deep hole Mm -hmm. or like you know in a really dark place and stuff and i know we both speak from experience out of that because yeah like i grew up thinking i have to love everybody you know Mm -hmm. i have to give everybody a benefit of the doubt and etc but i realized like that's not true some people just don't deserve your time some people just need to leave your life if they're toxic they're toxic i don't care what title they have attached to them they can be your uncle your mom your boyfriend you know whatever if they are not good for you they don't make you feel good they're not good for your mental health they need to be out of your life but that's something that takes 
retraining in your own head of telling yourself it's okay if I let this person go or this relationship go in general. That's so true. And it even affects the relation that you have with yourself because mm. you start to treat yourself the way you were treated by other true. people. And I think that is so de- de- detrimental to our mental health. I think that's why we have that negative self-talk because mm-hmm. it all comes from that. You know, somebody very wise in me and Jen's life, she talked about, she talks about how literally it starts a child. It starts from being a child. And like, she talks about how like, you know, she had a lot of positive self-talk, you know, when mm-hmm. she was younger and that's what helped her like, you know, grow up in, in a, you know, with a positive mindset. But if, you know, some of us who grew up in a negative household, like negative things always said to us, literally it does follow us. And we end up talking to ourselves that way. Like I've called myself like, Literally to this day, it's something I am still I'm battling with. But now that I'm aware of it, it's like, okay, I can, you know, if I figure out a way to work through it. And I want to say, too, when you get so deep into that, you start feeling like you're not worthy of anything. Mm-hmm. You start feeling like you can't have fun unless things are, like, up here and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've been guilty of, like, you know, I'm the first of my family to go to college. You know, first of my family to, like, you know, do a lot of things and stuff. And, like, you know, I'm trying to break the cycle and actively. But I feel like there's a lot of pressure that's been put yeah. on me to where... I always felt like I wasn't enough, even though like I've done accomplishments, I always was like pushing myself harder because of what I've seen at home mm-hmm. thinking like, okay, well you can't applaud yourself yet. You know, like people are like, Oh, you did a good job. You did this. And I'm like, no, no. Like, and I think that's where that self-sabotaging comes in because you start like thinking you're not worthy of the praise. You're not worthy of rewarding yourself when right. something d- good happened. Or if a good relationship or something comes to you, what are you going to do? You're going to push it away because all you've seen was broken relationships. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, I don't deserve this. Yeah. There's that trauma just in there really stopping you even from your own blessings. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we block ourselves from receiving or giving or whatever. Like I know I've been guilty of that. Um, I've talked about this before and Honestly, it it always sucks having to talk about it, but it's a good reminder for myself that like when I was younger, um, I had an aunt who used to hit me in the face with a towel. She used to tell me I was like the ugly duckling of the family, that I would never amount to anything like she can't believe I was born, you know, just stuff like that. Uh, You know, your brother's better than you, that type of thing. Like she instilled that in me at a very young age. So I grew up thinking like, dang, why am I here? You know, like I am an ugly person. And if I'm ugly on the outside, I must be ugly on the inside. Like my my self-talk was just destroyed before I even had a chance to realize what self-talk was. So I grew up all of high school thinking like, I don't deserve this. And that led me to make some certain decisions, like even with men, um, you know, and just certain friendships that I accepted in my life and stuff. And I'm not saying it was anybody else's fault for what I did. Obviously that was me just having to rewire what I grew up with. And then sometime in college, I realized enough was enough and I can't do this anymore. I can't let this thought just keep bothering me because I something in me always told me you're here for a reason like you're meant to do something in this world but it took a lot of restructuring and really telling myself like you gotta allow yourself to believe this too and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong I still struggle every single day like I look at myself in the mirror sometimes myself in the mirror sometimes and I'm like why am I here like what what's my purpose you know but it just takes that like reminding myself of how far I've come and that there is a purpose for me here and you know it's just a little bit of rewiring along the process and of course I'm not done you know I know we always have to improve our mindset and yeah having that pressure even for my family doesn't help sometimes but like just every single day telling yourself that it's okay you're just breaking even that negative talk cycle because you don't realize how much it might be even in your own family I mean I've heard family members of mine who talk so badly about themselves and I'm like why you know like you're a life here you're meant to be here for a reason like find out what that purpose is you know the story is beautiful best friend and it's true because I feel like, like you said, when it's normalized, I felt like when I was younger and I would see family members like talk down on themselves, 
Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, you know, you just you don't think nothing of it. You're like, oh, they're just saying things. But now that I'm at this age and I catch someone doing, it, I'm like, damn, that's how it looks, you know, because you're now aware of like how unhealthy it is mm-hmm. to do it. And you know, with me personally, you know, I was abused, you know, growing up and stuff. So I feel like there was a lot of rewiring I had to do. Like I found myself like, you know, trying to seek validation, you know, always like sorry and did it fidgeting and stuff because, you know, I was just that little scared little kid, you know, like that just what's the word that just needed love and attention, you know, needed love, needed attention, you know, didn't get that, you know, like, you know, from certain parts of my family. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, when that stuff follow, when that stuff follows you later, you know, what are you doing? You end up just like when someone does come at you with good intentions or like, you know, anything great comes, you push it away, you know? And I just think we have to like really dig deep and get to the root of like, you know, what is causing that. I agree. I mean, it's scary. It's so easy to say, oh, I want a healthy relationship. I want, you know, real love and stuff, but it's scary when it actually shows up and you're like, what is this? Like you, you grow up on such defense mode that you think everybody's out to get you or everybody wants something from you. You know, there's no way this person could approach me with good intentions. So I for sure have been guilty of that where like I see something healthy coming along. I'm like, ain't no way that's real. Ain't no way this person's really here. I mean, even like when you and I met, you know, and I saw like how real our friendship is and stuff Mm -hmm. at some point in the very beginning, of course, I was like, is this real? Like, you know, ain't no way this girl's this nice, this loving, you know, but like it took me really just having to tell myself, Jen, not everybody's out to get you. Like some people really do want to be your friend. They want to be in your life, you know, and it made me want to be a better friend too, because I realized, okay, this girl, this woman is coming to me with good intentions. Like I want to receive her with the same type of love. That's so true. Yeah. And vice versa. Like, it just shows like when you really care about a person, you'll be there and patient with them through it. Cause I feel like me and Jim are patient with each other. Cause we yeah. have different we have different wounds, you know, mm-hmm. and I think there's both, there's different, she's just patient with me and it's a best friend in so many ways that I'm patient with her in other ways, but I feel like it's that balance, you know what I mean? And it's just something like great about that when, you know, you, when you can feel like, okay, I ain't worthy of that and stuff. And then like learn to just appreciate, you know what, something good did come in my life and you know, I can be there. And I want to say too, like going back on like dating relationships and stuff. Like I remember like even kind of recently there was this, this one guy I was talking to um, and he would like, say like you know he would just he would say really nice things to me and stuff but it was hard for me to accept it and I was like what is wrong like I really I was talking to Jen like okay he's saying all this but what I'm trying to say is like you know I mean like whatever the situation didn't work out didn't work out for different reasons but what I'm trying to say is with just that part of the situation I had to realize I had some self-reflecting to realize Renisa why what is your problem with accepting certain compliments or a guy like telling you how he feels and stuff like what is wrong? You know what I mean? And had to, I had to dig deep and like realize, okay, there's a lot of stuff in my childhood, the way I was talked to mm-hmm. and stuff to where it's hard for me to accept the good when it did come. Yeah. And would you say that's kind of why we self-sabotage sometimes too? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I really think that's one of the reasons why we self-sabotage because it's like, you're, you just, you, cause you, you, I feel like when you're wired a certain way, you become guarded. Mm. So when you're guarded like that, you're like, okay, I don't want to step into anything. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point? You know what I mean? So when something good comes, what do you do? You push to the side. You're like, oh, it's too good to be true. Or you feel unworthy of it. Or you feel like, okay, I got to protect myself. Cause I feel like you're, for me personally, my whole life, I always had to protect my foot. Cause I have a big heart. I learned that about myself. I learned to accept the fact that I am a loving person and God gave me that for some reason. Yes. That's just a person that I am. And I used to like, I used to get mad at myself for being a loving person. I used to think, what's wrong with me? Why do I love? Da, da, da. And then when I, once I accepted it about myself and learned who to give that to, then I feel like there was, a, there was like a shift or whatever. Exactly. But I feel like I would self-sabotage though when people would come at me treating me that same way, mm. you know? Yeah. I think you bring up a really good point with like, you know, growing up with that guard 
just all the way up you know that wall of you know what song comes to mind trust issues trust oh, issues wow. <laughs> we go we are singing we're going on laugh attacks we're over here in the musical side yeah. I, I had to lighten the mood a little bit <laughs> i know because we was getting serious over here uh, i but forgot the camera was on go ahead <laughs> but it's true though like i i I resonate so hard with you on that of having your guard up and thinking like, oh, you know, why is this person talking to me so nice or why are they treating me so nicely Mm -hmm. and stuff? And I think also just being as independent as we are, like we're so used to doing things on our own Mm -hmm. that we're not used to receiving that help or that same love that, you know, even though we give it, it's like well, no, I can do this myself. And it's like, hold on. (laughs) Give yourself a little moment here and let this person love on you. Let this person bring you flowers or, you know, cook a meal for you or just genuinely help you with your car or whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah, be there for a conversation, all that stuff. Like, I have been so guilty of this, you know, like being an independent-ish woman, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, she's experienced my moments. Um, But it's just because of that, because I've had to grow up like, oh, well, fuck it, I'm going to do it myself. You know, I've got this and all this stuff, which is true. It's cool. It's led me to where I'm at. Thankfully, I have the mentality that I do. But at the same time, it's led me to not allow people to get too close. And I think even though in a way that's okay, it's also stopped me from getting deeper with certain people or like building certain connections with folks so that kind of just sucks in that aspect um but it is something that i'm working on because yeah we do just have to rewire this entire trust issues thing yeah i agree i feel like it becomes like a trauma response mm-hmm. you know it's like okay well this is the way i need to act i need to be yeah. guarded i need to be shielded and i don't know i just feel like the more i became um aware of that the more it's like okay knowing when to be shielded and guarded and when not to be you know and obviously always has some type of guard something but we have to learn how to like we talked our last episode trust and letting go and stuff like that you know another thing we want to talk about with this too is just you know changing your self-talk you know that's one of the things of rewiring your brain we learned that too you know um I remember someone wise the same lady I was talking to you know she spoke about that at a seminar about changing yourself and it, it made me cry it made me cry because I didn't realize how mean I was being to myself the first time I heard her speak about that. And I was like, dang, that's what I really heard about the importance of self-talk and stuff like that. Because think about it, self-talk is so normal to us. We do it. Every, we talk to ourselves every day. We're always constantly. And then especially if we're always talking negative. You're used to it. Like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. I did this. Did it. Like, you know, we do it. But we're not realizing like how bad it is for our for our mental health you know and then the way we perceive things the way we see ourselves and then we start thinking people see us that way and then we just we just we we talk ourselves into a hole and i believe like you know learning the power of self-talk self-talk can get you out of anything oh for sure our mind hears everything we tell it Mm -hmm. and our body starts to believe it and act on it Mm -hmm. and you you make your decisions based on whatever's going on up here and i think that's scary to think about but it's also eye-opening because that should be your cue to all right i gotta be nicer to myself up here because i'm listening to everything it doesn't mean i gotta believe everything i tell myself even if it's negative but it's still there you know Mm -hmm. so just really thinking about like all right what am i telling myself every single day and i yeah like realizing the importance of that self-talk like it is everything you know i mean i i think i've talked about this before where like there's a i don't know if it's a japanese proverb or something but basically there's like two jars of rice and one jar you know Mm -hmm. kids were telling that jar like mean negative things 
um, you know, like you're worthless, you know, piece of whatever. And then the other rice, they were speaking love into it and joy into it and everything. So after some time, um, the rice in that negative self-talk jar just like turned gooey and like black and moldy and stuff. And then the other one, like the rice flourished, um, you know, and it like turned into soft rice, whatever, all that stuff. So I think the point of it was that uh, words have energy mm -hmm. in them and, you know, realizing how powerful this is like your mind everything and just how that's going to either make or break your goals mm. and take you forward or keep you living in the same 24 hours for the rest of your life like if you're reliving the same past the same pain that you've been living for ever maybe it's because of something that's going on up here if you're having that like oh woe is me mentality and stuff I, i've been guilty of that thinking that life happens to me but no like i'm starting to realize i make life happen for myself as well yeah certain curveballs you can't control you know people you meet in your life people or things other people do whatever all that stuff but it all starts with what am i telling myself up here if i slip i'm gonna come back though i'm not gonna stay stuck on that because that mindset that wasn't taking me nowhere how, what difference is that going to make now? You know, if I just continue mm -hmm. doing that, and if I continue reliving that, time is just going to keep going, and I'm just going to keep staying stuck in the same place. Yeah, and it'll be stagnant. Mm -hmm. Stagnant. And that's so true because if you think about it, like, let's say I'm in a low space, I'm talking negative to myself, right? And someone, I get in a relationship with somebody, or I'm with my parents, you know, when one of my parents are talking to me crazy, I'm really going to believe it. Yeah. I feel like that'll, that, that can definitely put you into depression to a low space, or you find yourself trying to validate because you're already telling yourself that, mm -hmm. then they are too guess what? That's where you're going to stay. But if you're telling yourself positive things and someone's telling you some bullshit, some negative, you're not going to take that in because in the day, the voice that you're saying to yourself, that's what matters the most. Mm -hmm. So once that mentality, once your mentality is strong enough, it ain't going to matter what someone else. It's just like when someone's about to accomplish a goal and the haters are like, oh, you ain't going to accomplish that. If they already are telling themselves they can do it, it's it's a mind thing. They they going to block all that bullshit out and get their stuff done. And I feel like it, that applies to anything in your life, you know, and I think it starts with us really listening to ourselves, really hearing what do you say to yourself? Because once I really started took notes and saw yeah. I was like oh I'm telling myself a lot of stuff and that's why I feel like there was a time when people's opinions really didn't matter mm -hmm. to me you know what I mean think about too when you feeling good you know you dress cute you look in the mirror you like ain't I'm bomb as fuck today I'm looking good no one <laughs> could tell you nothing right so that's it's right. that same mindset you're it's that same um, thing you're you're speaking positive to yourself, mm -hmm. but imagine when you are speaking negative, but then I feel like the negative is worse because guess what? You're taking yourself mm -hmm. down. And when you start doing that, what are you bringing? Self-doubt. Yep. And once self-doubt starts, that's what stunts your growth oh, because sure. what, what growth are you going to have if you feel like you can't do anything? You feel like you can't because you're telling yourself that. But if you change, rewire your brain and you, and you reverse that now, it takes time and it's not nothing that happens quickly. But I feel like so much, even if it's just starting with your mindset, you're still getting closer to your goal because you have the mindset to do it. Because I'm going to be real, any goal that you chase and anything that you do, it's going to take hard work. It's going to it's gonna be rejection along the way. But if your mind and your spirit isn't ready for it, you're going to quit. You're going to give up. But if you work on that, you already ahead of the people who are a little farther than you that didn't even face the rejection yet because they're going to give up once they hit that rejection. You're not when you finally get there. I was going to say too, like, oh, I lost my thought. <laughs> um rejection mindset yeah rewiring it'll come it'll come <laughs> whatever <laughs> i lost it self-doubt starts growth <laughs> yeah but i mean it do. does but um yeah whatever it's all good um and just kind of like on that same talk about you know or yeah same thing about self-talk um we need to rewire the idea of love also and not just romantic love but let's talk about romantic love for a second so 
I know at least for me, I grew up thinking that love was supposed to hurt. Love was supposed to be like the big arguments, you know, and then y'all make up and things are better than ever. And that shows they're passionate about you and et cetera, et cetera. You know, these grand gestures and all that stuff. The older I've gotten, the more I've realized love is not supposed to hurt. I'm not saying love's easy, but it's not supposed to hurt. It's not supposed to make you lose your dignity or your self-respect or your self-worth. You're not supposed to be questioning yourself why you're even with this person. Tell it. You're not supposed to be wondering if this is the best that I can get. You're not supposed to be wondering, you know, could I have been better with somebody else or whatever. It's not supposed to make you feel less than when you were by yourself. Mm. Love is supposed to enhance who you are. It's supposed to bring out the best in you. And yeah, you can grow with love. You and your person... You may not be, you two may not be the same people you were five years ago. And then throughout the years, you're growing together, especially if you've been together for a long time. And I think that's beautiful. That is what love is supposed to do. But it's never supposed to get to a point where it's like you call each other out of each other's names or, you know, like everything that I mentioned before. So just having to rewire that thought of like love is not supposed to be toxic and i think this really needs to be said especially for our generation because a lot of people i've been listening to a lot of opinions and everything and just like the idea that people have on the concept of love and relationships in general and people think that love is supposed to be all this and that and like it's okay because we're gonna make up tomorrow or yeah fuck him but you know tomorrow will be good like that's not cute it's not healthy i don't know why this is glamorized you know and just really told that this is what it's supposed to be like love is supposed to be beautiful and like i said bring out the best in you so just rethinking on your whole concept of love and if you're struggling with that right now i'm here to tell you that love is supposed to be that the beautiful parts of it you know and like even if it does get hard at times realizing that because you love each other you're still making it work and everything but it never got to the point where we disrespected each other oh that's beautiful and that's why me and jen you know emphasize self-love and inner peace because that's where it starts you know we have to pour that love back into ourselves you know and stuff like that and I feel like you. I feel like I've learned more about what love is by loving myself, mm-hmm. you know, by talking to God, loving God, you know, things like that. That's what helped me like shine brighter in other relationships yeah. in my life. And you know, going off of what with the love we grew up with and stuff, you know, I grew up the kind of love I seen growing up. I feel like it was a very conditional love based mm-hmm. on like what could you do for me? You know, if you don't do this, I'm snatching that back. You know, I don't. You ain't nothing. You know, because because you didn't do this, you didn't do that. So I grew up feeling like. I always had to make whoever I was I loved or whatever make them comfortable like having to be there you know you know just having to just do everything to get their validation and stuff because I was scared at any moment that love was going to be pulled back from me mm. you know and I feel like that's something I'm still like working on but I feel like once now that I'm aware of it I'm catching myself and knowing like if somebody love you it shouldn't be based on what you can do for them or whatever or because you didn't or because you set a boundary that day they're not going to stop loving you because of a boundary or something that you set or because you taking a time for yourself yeah. you know so that's something I'm rewiring. And then what I want to emphasize too is the love you, you you grew up with doesn't have to be the love that you go after. You know, I want to say that very loud because, you know, a lot of times, I mean, yeah, think about it. You, whatever you've seen growing up, that's what you're going to go for. Now, if it's in a healthy environment, that's different. I'm talking about people who came from a broken household, you know, dealing with similar situations to me and Jen, that's what we're going off of. You know, part of rewiring your brain is breaking that cycle, is creating a new cycle. Just because you came from a certain cycle, a certain wiring doesn't mean that's how your life has to be. That doesn't mean 
when you start a family, it has to continue with that. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to, it's not easy. Trust me, this shit is hard as fuck trying to change, especially when you're doing something different and people in your family By who you yourself. grew up with are looking at you crazy or like wondering why, why aren't you with somebody yet? Cause I don't want to settle. I don't want, yes, trust me. It's just what me and Jen right now could be with somebody just to say, we're with somebody but it's like me and Jim both know what we want we know we want something healthy mm-hmm. we know we want to be able to work through it with somebody so that's why we're not purposely picking to be with someone just because time is ticking so I feel like being in a generation where it's like you have to have a man you got to be with somebody to be that to be something that no that's an obsolete idea that's why there are a lot of broken situations going on because we're not taking the time to really get to know each other or grow together and like really mend each other's peace or figure out where are we hurting yet so we can be the band-aid for that you yeah. know what I mean and I think that's one thing like I said that has helped me and best me and Jen as best friends is that we took the time to learn each other's wounds and stuff and like be a balance for each other and like I'm not saying it's like brag about our friendship but I feel like for any healthy relationship that is something that needs to be done you know what I mean and um the person emphasizing your growth and you working on yourself during the process <laughs> for sure I just want to ask what's wrong with a woman in her 20s being single and waiting Mm-hmm. to really just find what she's been looking for mm-hmm. for all you single women out there men too yeah. yes yeah i mean i'm speaking from the women's perspective mm-hmm. but it's okay if you ain't got it all figured out yet because i sure as hell don't but i sure as hell ain't settling like i why am i only complete when i have a man my mindset tells me otherwise my mindset tells me that i am whole by myself yeah i i believe in having your partner for the rest of your life and whatever all that stuff but it's the right person that is by your side and you being that right person too right Mm -hmm. so that all starts with you what you tell yourself what you're willing to put up with what you're doing on your everyday things and just realizing that even though you come with baggage and possibly trauma and all of that stuff that at the end of the day you're not going to bleed onto that other Mm -hmm. person you're not going to make them feel worthless or like they can't do enough because of what you've been through like do you realize how crazy that sounds you Mm -hmm. know so just thinking about like what you're really telling yourself about love to yourself in general like how are you showing love to yourself if your love towards yourself is like conditional you know kind of how you were talking about that um really just changing that concept too because then that type of love that you are showing to yourself you're gonna bring that to other people the way you talk to yourself shows through in how you treat others so we really need to start thinking about what we're telling ourselves and stuff and there's already so much negativity out there so many people who are probably in our messages or you know in our day-to-day lives trying to bring us down why do we gotta be on that list yeah that's not fair I've already got so many people on my tail telling me all kinds of stuff. I don't need to be adding on to that. And then what? I go to sleep with my own last thought. And that's my last thought of the night that I'm a negative person. I do this. I do that incorrectly and stuff. Why? That's not fair. I don't want to spend the rest of my life going through stuff like that. Like, even if I struggle with my self-talk sometimes, I make sure that my very last thought of myself going to sleep is something positive. Something I did good for the day or something I accomplished or what made me feel better or whatever. Like, just something. But it can't be me beating myself down because that thought Mm -hmm. is going to just continue growing bigger and bigger. And that's the problem when we're not rewiring our brain and we're just following with whatever that we've seen at home or grown up with or whatever like 
it just gets bigger and bigger and then before you know it you've hit a certain age point where you just stop growing oh. and even though i don't think you should ever stop growing i don't care if you're 80 years old you should never stop growing mentally but there comes a point where it's like this is who you are mm-hmm. and this is probably what you're going to continue to pursue as you continue with your goals and everything so really just paying attention to that what is going on in your head every single day that's so true those thoughts are powerful and just like you're mm-hmm. saying about the women being single you know and stuff like that if we keep telling ourselves i'm nothing because i don't have a man you keep saying that guess what you're gonna feel like nothing you're gonna feel like your life that's all you have to offer that was the only accomplishment you should have got versus you like trying to expand other areas of your life or working more on you and then i'm trying to attract some healthy love you know so mm-hmm. That was something I wanted to touch up on too. But yeah, the important but it is important to rewire our brain. You know, there's a lot of importance to it. Like honestly, that's what's gonna stunt I mean, sorry, that's what's gonna cause growth. When yep. you start rewiring your brain, that opens the door for more opportunities. It just brings more to you. You you feel better, you see things from a different perspective. When stuff does happen, I feel like you get through obstacles smoother mm-hmm. and stuff. Because think about it, if life's already attacking you and then you're attacking yourself, that's it. But if life's attacking you and you're like trying to find solutions, you're thinking through it, you have a growth mindset. You ain't going to let that shit fade you because that's what life's going to happen to us regardless whether we are in a successful situation or not. And I don't give a fuck. You can be successful, have all this money, but you can still be unhappy. You can still be talking mean to yourself and still go, you know, still go into a depression off of that. You know what I mean? So it's like me and Jenna really want to emphasize this episode. Really take care of your mind. Really take care of what you're telling yourself. Really rewire your brain. And I want to say, too, you know, it's hard to do that in a toxic environment. Mm -hmm. So if you around people who constantly talk negative to themselves talk negative to you it's going to be a little more difficult so if you can't get out the situation you know still practice saying it to yourself even if someone is talking bad to you in your face yeah nobody else is going to make you happy if you're not making yourself happy Mm -hmm. like no other significant other or family member coming along and telling you all this stuff is going to do that for you unless you're doing it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And we really need to understand how deep that is because some people are like, oh, well, once I find the love of my life, I'll be good. You know, once I lose or gain 20 pounds, I'll be good. You know, your happiness does not come from any of that. Your happiness comes from within you, what you're telling yourself, what you believe your self-worth is, your self-esteem. All of that has to tie into this, your mindset. Like, I, I think this is why we're emphasizing this so hardly because you and I both grew up in not the best environment you know we saw some things growing up i'm sure like a lot of you have out there and we're proof that you don't have to be victim to your circumstances you don't have to grow up a certain way that even though it's hard as shit you might be the only one trying to make this change and trying to see something different and better for your life Mm -hmm. but it's okay it's so worth it it's so much better honestly and yeah maybe staying in that toxic environment is not the ideal situation if you can't necessarily get out of it then yeah please just you know make sure you're dedicating time to yourself when you're in your shower what what are you telling yourself Mm -hmm. you know when you're on your walks your runs whatever you're listening to your music your moments for just you what are you telling yourself in those moments those are critical moments because that's what's going to help you face the rest of the world the you know your family everything so we really just need to think about that stuff and just knowing that it is a day-by-day process Mm -hmm. that it it's not going to happen tomorrow i mean shoot i think you know i said i started really trying to rewire my brain in college that was like four years ago that we graduated so (laughs) i'm trying to think like wait i just aged us i'm sorry um but you know just actually it's about to be five now i'm thinking about it but really just 
So I started like sometime in the middle of college. So my journey has been about seven years now. That's a long time for me to really be trying to rewire everything. Because think about it. It's not just your love life. It's not just physically what you're telling yourself. It's everything. Rewiring your brain towards all types of goals that you may have. Financial, you know, spiritual, every kind of goal that you would ever have. If you don't have the right mindset for it, you're not going to be able to achieve it. And I'm not saying... Everybody who's achieved a goal has a perfect mindset or nothing. There is no such thing as a perfect mindset. I think Vernice and I want to emphasize that too, that we're not saying you're going to reach this level of bliss and like, Mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden you're this untouchable (laughs) being or whatever. No, like life is still going to get to you. But that's why building that mindset is like that muscle that even though you take breaks every now and then, that strength is still there, you know, with your brain. So just really emphasizing that to yourself and realizing that it is something you have to constantly work on every single day yeah like even if you have to write write it down write down the negative things you be saying to yourself write down the good things mm-hmm. whatever it takes my what my thing is make it visible to yourself you know mm-hmm. when i saw that seminar she had us write down some of the negative things that we mm-hmm. said to ourselves and honestly i looked at the paper and wanted to like damn you say this to yourself yeah. you know and it's like when you do that and you really realize what you've been doing you know i feel like then you have a better perspective of it and you can start sh- shifting it and changing it you know what i mean and i want to say this too it's okay to unlearn the things you've been taught. Mm. Yes, we've been taught certain things growing up, but it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> like, you know, it's okay to challenge things, challenge different notions, get deeper, have your own meaning, have your own perspective and figure things out for yourself. You know, there's a lot of things I grew up thinking was the, you know, cause I just, what I seen growing up and I'm not, I'm becoming the woman that I am. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I have my own take on it and I feel more at peace because in the day I know it's the way I'm meant to see it. If that makes sense. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, definitely. Like, I didn't realize how much of a, I guess, toxic mindset Mm. I had, uh, you know, throughout the years until I really started paying attention. And yeah, like that writing things down exercise, I think was perfect because you really see like where your negative self-talk is affecting you, not even just in your physical aspect, but like everything about you and just uh, being as a whole, you know, like I think one of the biggest mindsets I struggle to rewire is, you know, having that poverty mindset. That's the one. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I don't come from a rich family. Like my mom was a single mom for a really long time when I was younger. I had to share dinners with my brothers. Sometimes we didn't even know if we were going to have dinner. You know, uh, we had our lights cut out a few times when we were younger, like, you know, the only juice I had throughout the day or whatever sometimes was like water with sugar, if that. So it was just, I, like, I grew up with that scarcity mindset of like, you got to make things stretchy. And don't get me wrong, it's helped me a lot throughout the years. You know, I value food, I value money, you know, and I'm grateful to no longer be in that place. But it's affected the way I look at money also, mm. and like my relationship with money. I felt like I had to hold on to the money I was making, um, you know, or try and save up as much as possible and like don't ever spend that. And I would feel guilty if I would go shopping or, you know, get myself something nice, treat myself every once in a while. But little by little, I've started to just tell myself why. Like, first of all, I work hard as shit for my stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I make my money for me. You know, I don't have anybody, any dependents or anything right now. Like, I I work for me. 
you know so of course i'm gonna start spending my money on me and then with everything going on you realize life is short the more you hold on to money so what what are you gonna do with it if you die tomorrow all that money's left in your savings account your bank account or whatever and you didn't do anything with it <laughs> i'm not saying go be reckless and like yeah you know fuck that shit spend all your money or nothing obviously have a backup plan you know this ain't no financial literacy course or nothing but just like whatever you've been doing with your money you know that's working for you do it but my whole thing is like don't feel like you have to hold on to every single piece of your money like it's okay to give because the more you give Mm -hmm. also the more you get back you know but not even just thinking of it like that just thinking money is meant to be rotated and spent and circulated and everything so just really telling yourself it's okay to spend money and it's okay to work for the money that you're making and everything no matter what you're doing for it as long as it's legal of course um do what you got to do for it but just telling yourself that you don't deserve to be poor you don't deserve to not spend your money so true and with the whole poverty mindset thing i feel like when we stay in that guess what that's the you're giving you're putting a limitation on yourself you're just Mm -hmm. gonna stay in that bubble because that's all you think you can have oh well that's all my parents had that's all that that's all i'm gonna be all you're doing is 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 adding more to your self-doubt you're just you're gonna move in that same way and just end up in that same cycle but a part of breaking that cycle and getting well you know which me and jen highly been working on is you know really believing you can break that you can achieve that you know what i mean and and Mm -hmm. once you start thinking like that i can't explain like once i started shifting my mind I see myself like now if I go, you know, if I end up on a fancy dinner or getting a massage or somewhere nice and stuff, I'm like, yes, I'm worthy of having this. I used to not feel, it's like I didn't deserve that. Like where random stuff would happen and I end up somewhere nice. I used to feel weird like being in those kind of settings. And if like I deserve to be there because of like I'll never end up with that. Now I'm at a point, I'm like, I can see myself owning this. I can see myself doing it on a regular basis because my mindset is shifting. Guess what? More of that is is coming to me. You have to believe you are worthy of the things that you want to attain. If you don't feel worthy of it, you're not going to have it. It's not going to come at you. You're going to stay in that same thing. So I feel like that's important too. It's something that we got to rewire because we can only blame, oh, I came from this, this happened to me, blah, blah. Like I used to sit there and say that all day, you know what I mean? But then it's like, what was I doing? Standing my own growth because I'm like, well, but then when you tell yourself, I can do it, I can do it. Guess what? You end up, you look up, you end up just doing things that you didn't even think were possible. Yeah. But guess what? Because you believed in yourself and you started shifting that mindset. That's the best thing when you start to realize that you are worthy of what you want and mm-hmm. that you can attain it. And I just want to put this out there too. Money only has the power you give it. Ooh. Like, I know people look at money in different ways. Everybody has a different relationship with money, but it's really about the power that you're giving that money, mm-hmm. either to have over your life or... You know, yeah, unfortunately, money, you know, people use it for wrong things sometimes. So people have like this scary concept of money. But at the end of the day, if you're doing the right things with money, and like I said, it's working for you, then for sure, continue doing your thing because I think that's okay. You know, Um, but like you have to want to change your mindset. Like, I think that's really where our journey started, you know, like wanting to just be different. You know, I was so tired of being victim to my circumstances and feeling like I was powerless, like there was nothing else I could do about it. And, you know, is this what my life is going to be like forever? And honestly, even though if you look at my life on the outside, it doesn't look like a lot has changed. A lot has changed internally, like 
I just, I don't know. And I feel like a completely brand new person. And I feel like I'm handling things a lot better. You know, I'm learning to take my autonomy back. Like, I'm deciding what my goals are and what I want to do with things. Because this is my life. I'm living it the way that I want to. But it's not easy at all. But I wanted it. I want to be in control of my life and realize I can make things happen. But because I want to. And it took a lot of just... Jen, you do, you got this. Keep going. Keep doing this. Like it's working. You know, just keep going. That's so true. And today too, like yeah, you're gonna end up questioning a lot of things that you grow. You know, it's okay. That's a part of it. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a part of the, the transformation because not everyone's gonna be on the journey with you. Yeah. You're gonna see people like why you know she acting different. Da, 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 da. And it's like you have to still keep your eye. You have to have tunnel vision still on what you're trying to get. And the changes that you're trying to make. Because mm-hmm. not everyone's going to want to make that change. They're going to look at you crazy. What's that saying? The whole crab's in a barrel. Right. Like, people are still going to want to pull you down. They're going to want you thinking, hey, I can't tell you how many friends I done lost when I changed my mindset. And I started thinking a certain way. Like, I can't explain certain relationships. They call it, what, trauma bonding? Yeah. You know, when you, you know, you have a group of friends. You know, y'all cool when things are... They, I saw a post that said, you know, what is it? Some people are only meant to be in your life for the unhealed version of mm-hmm. you. And I think of so many people that were in my life during those times when I was unhealed or I was trauma bonding. But then once I had a shift and I wanted to grow, I wanted better. I wasn't no longer living in, in, in that identity yeah. of the negativity that has happened to me. I noticed like it, it just like pushed certain people away and you know what? That's going to happen. And it's nothing wrong with that. And I want to say like, it's supposed to happen for a reason. When you're rewiring your brain. Literally, I feel like God is placing the right people in your life. That's supposed to be there at that moment. And you know, the puzzle pieces end up coming together, but you have to trust that and you have to be okay with that. That's a part of rewiring your brain. It's going to be a lot of changes, a lot of uncomfortable changes. Yeah. Matter, we're comfortable, you know, even like with the poverty mindset, some of us were comfortable in that poverty. Like, okay, this is what this, I grew up here. This is what I'm going to be. Da-da-da. And it's like, but then when you want to make that change, guess what? That is you staying up later, doing more work, doing yeah. things outside the box. Yeah, staying in and out partying because you're you're doing this project. You're trying to get your shit together. You're writing out business plans. You're doing you're meeting with different people. You're being mentored. You're learning from somebody. You're disciplining yourself. There's a lot of changes that come with that. But I feel like once you don't, when you don't give up on yourself and you're like that rewiring to take place and take over, guess what? You end up come, stepping into an abundance mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, that's what we are striving to have an abundance mindset when you have that and that's not just money right we're talking about love life happiness gratitude you know when you're thinking like that i feel like even when things happen to you you're still in abundance and you're not going to let an obstacle phase you yeah and i wanted to emphasize too that you know wanting more for yourself or having that abundance mindset it doesn't mean you think you're better than anybody else it just means you want better for yourself and that's okay like literally just focusing on your life and what you want to have out of it we have one life y'all like really think about that this is all you get the only things that are certain in life are that you live and you die everything you do in between is up to you so whatever type of mindset that you live with that's what's guiding your choices into whatever your future is going to look like you know we think about like oh in five years i want to be this i want to be that but if you're not ever starting because your own mindset is keeping you trapped then five years are going to go by and you're not going to be anywhere and it's okay to have those setbacks yeah i'm not saying you know oh if you didn't do anything in this pandemic then blah 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 everybody copes differently everybody does things differently there's so many things that i had to put on hold during this whole thing because i had to get my mind right Mm -hmm. because i found myself slipping back into that dark 
uh, whole, but it took a lot of me just talking to myself again and really realizing, okay, what do you want out of this? And you know, honestly, this pandemic changed my priorities too. It made me realize that I'm having an abundance mindset in so Mm -hmm. many other areas that I never thought were possible. You know, like Mm -hmm. for me, it was just always about like, oh, having goals here and goals here. But now I realize there's so many other mini goals that I should be proud of achieving. And that's still part of that abundance mindset. When we say abundance mindset, it doesn't have to be the big grand gestures of like, oh yeah, I know that Jen did this and she changed her whole life because she's a millionaire now. No, I have an abundance mindset because I believe in myself and I realize I'm worthy of something in this life. And I realize I'm worthy of getting to know myself in this life. And I'm sorry, that's greater than any type of money that is out there or anything. So you don't have to have that abundance mindset just towards money or wanting to be a millionaire or anything. You know, we're talking about everything, like how Vernisa was saying, it's about gratitude, uh, life, you know, love, everything. It all has to do with up here. And I think that's the biggest reason why it relates to self-love, because you're realizing that this is the biggest thing you can do for yourself, that if you ever grew up with anything unwanted in your life, any type of trauma, abuse, you know, negative self-talk, you have power to change what you're going to do about it. I've always said this. It's not enough to be aware of what you've been through. It's about what you're going to do about that. Okay, you're aware that you grew up in maybe a toxic environment. Maybe your family was dysfunctional and stuff. So that's why you make the wrong or, you know, certain decisions in love and other relationships Mm -hmm. and stuff. Okay, that's cool. I'm glad you recognize that you're aware of it. Now, what are you doing about it? You're going to be different from me. You have to want to be different from it. And that is going to start with your mindset. All of it does, you know, and like Jen hit it on the nail about how how it relates to self-love. Like, I completely agree with that, you know. And also, too, it's really about, like, surrounding yourself with people with the abundance mindset as well. Because all that stuff rubs up on you. And that's you taking more control of your life, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's number one. Because it's like, you, you like... I mean, it's like the rolls that grew from the concrete. It's that yeah. same idea. Look at the environment in it, but that it's in, but it still came out. So I feel like with us rewiring, that's us growing out of the concrete. Mm-hmm. It's like, I came from this, this happened to me, but I'm making that decision. I think the best way to rewire your brain is to start. Mm. Like, I don't care what phase you're at, just start. You know, like we said, it, whether it is, I feel like we feel like number one is what? Getting to the root of it. Yeah. Figuring out what exactly, like, why is it? I think. I think we understand ourselves better when we get to the root, you know, because I think if we just try to like go for it, but not figure out what it is, it's going to come up later. So I feel like once you get to the root and you face whatever it is, you'll be able to move forward. You know what I mean? And then after that, like we were saying, um, what we're saying, oh, write it down, you know, stop yourself, correct yourself. You know, those are very um, helpful tools because once you start correcting yourself, it'll become easier. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you try to stop cussing, what do you do? You start saying other words in replacement of the cuss word. And then pretty soon you stop cussing Mm because you, so it's the same thing. It's like, okay, you won't even catch yourself saying those mean things to yourself anymore. Yeah. And even when you do just having that patience and that grace with yourself, like realizing some days are going to be harder than others. Like even, yeah, when you're, when you're trying to stop cussing, like there's going to be certain days where you mess up right um but just not tearing yourself down about it you know and realizing okay i'm not perfect you know or i still got some work to do or i'm still working on it you know getting there and stuff that's okay like we need to learn to just be human yo yes. at the end of the day there's so i mean you and i talked about toxic <laughs> before but like there's so much pressure to just be this type of person and i'm so happy all the time no. and i look mm. good all the time and that is some complete BS. I am so sorry. Like, I, I would consider us pretty positive people to a certain extent, you know. <laughs> but I don't think anybody can ever be 100% positive no, every single time. Possible. 
Like, if you've achieved it, tell me your secret, because it... <laughs> we're listening. Yeah, but I, like, for those of us who can't or who haven't achieved that, whatever, um, just, yeah, learning to be okay with when it doesn't happen and just knowing that it is, you're going to have your days where you step back and you feel like, you know what, I'm it's not my best day today, but it's all good. And still le- letting yourself get to those negative moments. Like, yeah. it's okay to be there. Because I think that's a lesson for us to really realize, like, all right, how much further do I have to go? But also acknowledging, damn, I'm nowhere near where I was seven years ago or whatever. So just having that grace, you know? That's so true. I think being patient and being graceful with ourselves is one of the best things we can do. Because think about it when we're not, let's say, whenever I slip up and I go back in the old ways and then I just start... What, what, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna relapse and go yeah. back into that negative. You stupid! Why did I do that? Da, da, da. And then guess what? You're back in that. But when I feel like when you're patient with yourself, okay, I messed up. But you gotta forgive yourself too mm-hmm. and allow your nurture yourself as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're patient with yourself, you nurture yourself. That's you giving real love to yourself, and then you'll be able to, in a healthy way, you know, fix that mistake. You know, whatever. Like and just move on from it, and then just get better and better. Because mm-hmm. especially when we're trying to untie, unrewire, you know, um, certain things. Um, it's not easy. Sometimes it goes back, you know, you have to just redo it, but it takes time and it takes where once you get there and you feel, realize how patient you are with yourself, mm-hmm. you'll be a, a new, you know, a transformed person and you'll feel good, you know? Yeah, I love that. There's nothing better than getting to know yourself and just realizing, okay, you know, I got to be patient with myself and it's okay, right? Um, I think I'm big on this too. Like, just enjoy the happy moments when they come, yo. Tell me that. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I was guilty of this too. Like, I always felt like I didn't deserve to be happy or how long is this going to last, you know, or et cetera. Insert here because I had all kinds of thoughts when I was happy. Like, all right, what's the catch, you know, or haha, life is just making fun of me right now. I had all kinds of ideas. But I'm all pumped. Right. (laughs) Right. Or like uh, the Truman Show, you know, (laughs) with Jim Carrey. Like, it just, I, I didn't enjoy it. You know, and then before I knew it, the happy moment was gone. And I'd be like, well, I knew it, you know, oh, I did it. <sighs> now I look back and realize how many happy moments I missed out on. Oh, that's deep. I and I think that, that sucks because I'll never get them back. You know, I was so busy looking for the negative Mind or the catch. Else. Yeah, the what ifs. Yeah, like just paying attention to everything else besides that moment. So now I've learned to tell myself, Jen, if you wake up happy today, girl, enjoy being in a happy, good mood today. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with that. If something went really well today for you, enjoy that moment. Because yes, you're right. The negative moment is going to come. That happy moment isn't going to last forever, but that's why you should enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Because while it's fleeting, it is there. Mm -hmm. Let it be there. Let it sit with you. Why do we let and are so ready to accept the negative, sad moments, but we're not ready to accept the happy? Like, people are just always talking about, like, the evil and the negative and the bad and blah, blah. Well, y'all know there's a balance to life, right? Like, that's the whole point of everything, the whole point of the universe and, you know, spirituality and all that. But I ain't going to get into all that right now. But I'm just saying, like... As much as we accept those, we need to learn to accept the good parts of it, too, because there are those like and it can be something so small as like, dang, you know, we did a good episode today. Right. Or I had a really good lunch today. By the way, her and I had a really good dinner today. It was Mm -hmm. awesome. You know, and just enjoying moments like that because you're never going to get those back. And no matter what time is going to continue going. So if you can look back on your life and realize, dang, I had some really good moments. You're living it. You're doing things correctly. 
That's so true. Yeah. And it all comes with just with that mindfulness, you know, like one thing for me, I had to learn how to like applaud myself with accomplishments because mm-hmm. like I said, rooting back to how I grew up, you know, I, I didn't like, you know, I, I didn't celebrate my happy because I was like, well, it's not at that end result yet. So I would just like things would happen mm-hmm. and I wouldn't give myself a pop people like Reese you did this you did so well and I'm like okay whatever like I would just knock it but I had to I have to rewire that you know lately I've been learning okay Renisa pat yourself on the back you know how much work how much things you overcame and you're still here you're still fighting for yourself and like lately what I've been doing that I've been feeling happier as a person you know and I and I had to learn I'm like that's something evil trying to steal my joy with me like allowing myself to still find that negative within something positive and I learned like Jim was saying like I just felt you just now when you said you don't realize how many happy moments you missed out on because yeah like we're all in this happy moment but we're looking for that negative thing and it's like literally the happy moment is right there and it's like where did it go because we're so focused and it's like all that comes rewiring also and I feel like life is so much better when you do allow yourself just to enjoy that whether it is that meal we just sat down and had a good conversation with somebody so quality time with a person with a family member I can't think of how many family moments like I visited my grandparents like this is crazy like I'm opening up you know with this whole pandemic I can't see my grandparents you know I haven't even stepped foot in their house and I look back at before when the before the world closed down how many times I would go over there to spend time with them but I was on my phone or mad about some stupid shit that had nothing to do with nothing and I could have been like enjoying more time with my grandparents you know now I can't even go into their house you know because of the pandemic and I'm wishing I could give them a hug right now or sit and watch a show with them and it's like it just shows I'm just what I'm trying to say is enjoy these moments when you do have them because you never know at any moment it could change and it could shift and you're going to wish that you did. So like, that's just an example, of course, but you know, but when you do have an accomplishment, pat yourself on the back. Yes. Take yourself out to eat, buy you something, whatever, you know, give your gift yourself, make yourself feel good. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're always trying to pour love in other people, which is great, but don't forget to give love to yourself too, because you know what? We got to take time to tell yourself that you're proud of yourself as well. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? That part. Tell it. Yeah. And it's true. That's real. So, I just want to take a moment to say, y'all, if you did something great today, if you spent time with a loved one today, you had a good meal, you survived today, you made it home, or you you made it to work, or you worked on a goal, whatever you did today, pat yourself on the back. Mm-hmm. You're doing so much better than you think you are, honestly. I like... You know, I work with students who they have a lot of them have such negative self-talk because they don't have family members telling them something good about themselves. They only focus on the negative. You know, and I had a conversation with my brother where I realized also like how much he tells himself a lot of negative stuff and like realizing I could talk to him and, you know, these students and just kind of remind themselves to it's okay to pat yourself on the back. It's okay to be your own damn fan and be proud of yourself because only you live with you. Only you know how hard it is to possibly get out of bed that morning or wake up early, you know, or hit the gym or, you know, go route for a run, whatever. Only you know how hard it is to really make that decision to do it. And even if today you didn't do it, but all you did was get out of bed, that's okay. You know, because you could have given up. You could, like, I'm sorry. There's so many days where I have felt like I just want to give up, you know, and not do anything. But I realize like, there's so much more. And if I'm still breathing, I'm still making it through this day. I'm still here for a reason. So just reminding yourself of that, that you're still here for a reason. Yeah, we all have a purpose. I remember y'all like, you know, in the day, what we want to say with this episode, mindset is everything, you know? So it's like, you know, my one of my old coworkers would tell me, you know, this world will break you if you let it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it all comes with our mindset. You know, the obstacles are going to arise. Things are going to happen. But celebrate, celebrate those good moments, you know. Um, 
when things are happening, shift your perspective. You know, there's always some type of blessing. Even if something happens, there's always some type of lesson in it. I feel like that's the way I'm starting to look at, like, even, like, when bad things happen. Like, what did I learn? How can I grow from this, you know, and stuff like that. When I look at it that way versus, oh, this happened, it's just, like, I feel like there's more peace that's brought, you know. So, I feel like me and Jen just wanted to share that because, shoot, it's hard to, you know, fall in, you know, fall. Yeah, everything is an opportunity, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. An opportunity for growth, an opportunity for abundance, an opportunity for everything. You just have to look for it and really be aware to it. But if you don't have the right mindset for it, you're just going to let life continue passing you by. Your years are going to continue passing you by. And then you realize like how much time has passed and you're still stuck doing the same thing. And again, I'm not talking about, you know, just certain goals or whatever, just your mind, everything, everything has to do with your mind, all your decisions, everything thought you've had any values that you know are important to you everything has to do with your mind we are so powerful internally that we don't even realize it every single one of you holds a certain power in you and you need to realize how deep that goes but it's all in here and anything that you're saying to yourself and you're putting it out into the world you got to realize how powerful that is to like you know, just thinking about if you're going to have a negative impact on somebody or a positive impact on somebody and even on yourself. So just realizing that that's what's going to be happening, you know, depending on what kind of mindset you have. So you remember, it is what you think. Yep. We want to thank y'all for tapping into our episode. Um, you can check us out on Instagram at speakupjv. We're also on Podbean at speakupjv.podbean.com. We're also on Apple, Spotify, Apparently, iHeartRadio. Thank y'all for everything. Please like, subscribe, and comment. What else, Jim? What was the other announcement about our show? Did you say we're on Twitter, too? Oh, we also on Twitter. Yeah, we just made a Twitter. It's at SpeakUpJV. So, feel free to tweet us. Y'all got questions. Y'all want to tweet any quotes. Tap in. We want to hear from y'all on that platform as well. Yep. And if you don't know by now, you can catch us live and unfiltered every Thursday at 7 p.m. only on the Good News Radio. You can download the app by going to the Instagram at the Good News Radio. Um, and the link is in their bio. And definitely feel free to check out all the other shows. I promise you will not be disappointed because there's a show for all your listening needs. But if you feel like you need a little bit more of Speak Up JV, then catch us live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Yes, and you can interact with us, you know. Yep in the chat you can call in you know y'all we love to hear from y'all so please 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 tap in yes be a part of our show Mm -hmm. but y'all have a great one bye